If you're an Android user and you are looking for a new app to download your podcasts, I recommend you check out the Podcast Republic app. Go to the Google Play Store, download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app. You get all of your stuff right in one place on your Android devices. Uh, you search for the show that you like. You make it a favorite. So please make Dissecting the 80s one of your favorites. And it downloads them for you, and you'll have them all just a click away. Once again, that's the Podcast Republic app for your Android devices. When the mega powers explode. I'm talking about the 80s. Oh, yeah. Great Scott. Cream of the crop. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Mega powers, yeah. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome to a Back to the Future episode of Dissecting the 80s, where we are talking about the 2018 Heather's television show. Uh, I am Trip Lano, one half of the Mega Podcasting Powers, and with me, as always, is my tag team partner, the number one Heather's fan in this or any other universe, the Macho Mandrew. Andrew Lano. I have a couple friends that might have me beat for that. I thought you were going to say on this podcast. Oh. The number one Heather's <laughs> fan on this well, podcast. Uh, that is the, the, the only Heather's fan on this podcast, it's more likely. Shut uh, up. So Andrew been dying to watch this movie. So you guys are going to hear on Monday our episode about the movie Heather's, but we figured we'd do a little day and date drop like those cool hip podcasters out there. The new Heather's pilot airs this evening, and you can hear us talk about it now. Although, I guess that would kind of spoil it for you. So maybe you listen to this tomorrow, but we're putting it out the day that it comes out. We watched it through our cable subscriptions, but I think it's out on the Paramount Network app or on their website or something like that, too. This is the rebooted, updated version of the movie, Heathers. And we will try not to backtalk too much about the movie, which you haven't heard us talk about yet. But the craziest thing about this show is that it takes place in the same Mm -hmm. universe. Shannon Doherty is JD's mom. Which is bananas. Which I I saw it and I was like, what? Oh, that's that's totally Heather Duke still. She's got the red scrunchie. Oh, she's killing herself. Oh, that's JD then. Oh my God. Wait, what? Yeah. So does that mean that time is a flat circle? Don't think too much, Doc. Because, because, because the other Heather lived in a world where a boy named JD whose mom died, whose mom killed herself, corrupted a teenage girl who then had repercussions on Heather Duke's life. So wait, like, uh, that, meh, this so is hurting my brain Essentially, parts. we can, if the timeline would be... She, she had him in, like, the year 2000 then. Oh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. So she had him in, like, the year 2000-ish, if he's mm-hmm. 16 in 2018. And then she killed herself a few years after that. Yeah. All that lines up. But it's like the Terminator, like... She had to kill herself in order to make set JD down this mission in order for JD to corrupt Veronica in order for Heather Duke to take the red scrunchie. Like she had to, she had to Kyle Reese herself. So who knows how many Heathers and JDs there have been, right? It just is a time is a flat circle. It's like, I want to see the, the, the shining picture where it's like 19, 1958. And it's like it, where it's like 30 year cycles of Heathers. It's just a ballroom full of Shannon Doherty. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But truly, they're doing an it thing with like the yeah, thirty year deal. So go ahead and take it away. I didn't take super great notes during this show. I, I actually didn't take any notes during the show because I didn't expect to do this whole episode about it. But we could talk about it. I'll be I'll be okay. So when the teaser trailer dropped for this show, I want to say about a year ago ish, 
I was like, this looks like the hottest steaming pile of garbage I've ever seen in my life. Why are they doing this? And that was sort of my firm belief. And then they dropped the full trailer a couple, like a month or so ago. And I was like, okay, actually I'm going to give this a chance. Like it seems to get the razor sharp tone, the pitch black comedy, like it feels, and the writing seems similar. I think we're on a good path. And then I watched this pilot and I was like, this is why I came here. (laughs) This pilot seems like somebody really, really got into Glee and that new Oh, Riverdale. This is very clearly the child of Riverdale and Glee in terms of, like, tone and pacing and structure. Uh, it's very riverdale Yeah, it's everything about it is, like, we know why you're here. We know you love Heathers. We know you know Heathers. Let's get to it. Yeah, it does a very much like any reboot of this era where it's like, we're just going to check all the boxes. It's like, we need blue stuff in a jug that says hull cleaner. So there's a scene where Veronica accidentally knocks over an art piece that's just a giant jug that says hull cleaner or hull clean. And then it's blue goop and it gets on uh, Chandler dress. And then you get the croquet mallets and you get like, it's like these twisty versions of the stuff, you know, the one Heather takes a sip of a slushy and he's like, oh, this is terrible and gross and throws it away and doesn't want to eat it. Like there's a very 2018 version, but it feels to me the whole time watching this, like the writers are like punching a little down. Like they think that kids are stupid. I don't know. Just, like, the way these kids talk to each other and the way that they, like, talk about their problems, it feels to me like adults writing about teenager stuff in the in the negative way. Oh, like how in Glee they had to explain what sexting was and the way an adult person would explain sexting on the news? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it definitely doesn't... Oh, I didn't get that see, feel like, at all. Riverdale is a cornball show, and I honestly, I have not watched... I haven't watched a single episode of Riverdale since our previous conversation about it. It got so it. much I just, better. Like, I pulled the ripcord. But that show feels less like adults writing teenager words than See, this show See, I don't know. To, to me, me it, it it feels one of the, like, it's, on, it's so on the cutting edge of, like, teen slang and lingo and conversation that it's almost, like, falling over the edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like trying too hard. I don't See, I don't get trying too hard. Someone is going to write a really interesting satire of the modern era and like wokeness and just social justice and how these things manifest and how these like how kids use them to play off each other. It doesn't feel to me real the way that Heather Chandler, Heather head Heather's Heather Chandler, Heather Chandler, like one of the main like thrusts of this episode. She walks up to a boy who has a shirt on. It's the school mascot and it's the squaws, which is uh uh, character of a native american and she's like oh my god take that shirt off and then like her she gets one over on this guy and is like oh i'm gonna blast you on instagram and everyone's gonna know about it and then her thing to like punish this guy is like go sexually harass that girl so like it was weird that girl in the woke environment of the show that they're creating would immediately get called out by somebody else and be like whoa that's sexual harassment he can't go ask the church girl to do mm-hmm. sex stuff with I, him. yeah there, it's, it's a weird thing I, I I don't love the I, the fact that it's this sort of like PC culture to a radical extreme. Like this show is what I I'm pretty sure Republicans think of left millennials are in life, just like in our everyday life. That's mm-hmm. what they think we do. That's exact exactly the tone I got from this. Yes, that's why I said punching down. It, it felt like it felt exactly like that. Like someone who doesn't like politically air quotes, and I'm using this liberally air quotes because I'll just call it culture. Yeah, uh, it's not like it's like 
oh, it's PC culture run amok, is what it sounds like. It feels like someone in the writer's room feels that way watching this episode. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's what they just yeah, was it like, feels, oh, ugh. But I do like that it definitely feels like Heather Chandler is clearly using PC culture as a shield and a weapon to hide behind. Yeah, no, that's yeah, cool. I like so, that. I guess that's why I, to me, honestly, it was an interesting that's why way I'm to like, update okay this movie. with it going there because it's it's very clearly a sh- like a put upon shield and weapon. Like it's not, it doesn't feel authentic. I guess if that makes sense, do you know what I mean? Um, so that's why I'm okay yeah. with that. But like, she calls her an UGG boot latte. Like the right, it's just so good. I love the stupid. Like it's so good. Yeah, and there's a few, and like. <laughs> As an official old capital O, the the part where she's like, take a take a sexy picture of me in front of these shovels, and she just like stands there looking straight ahead, like mean mugging. I was like, well, that's <laughs> not a very nice. She's because you don't look sexy. Like you're just look. Veronica angry. tells and her to smile. Yeah, yeah. She's just like mean mugging, and then she takes the picture and she's like, Ugh, I'm in the center of it, and like that's such a like I have a coworker who will. Uh, well, you do it too, but I have a coworker who will take pictures all the time, and like we'll talk about like, oh my, like I, I will make people take like nine yeah. versions of a photo of me, and I just you have to I, like I just have no time for it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I would rather die. Like the way that you people of you your age you. and you younger feel the need to curate your lives online sounds. No, I'm not just talking about you. I'm th- I mean, I do mean you, but I'm talking about like a large group of people. Like, I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about people like under the age of 25. The degree to which people that age feel the need to curate their lives online and always look to be perfect sounds That's fucking what I exhausting to me. Like, I would. I am so glad that I didn't live in that era. I take well. I take a lot of pictures, but like do I don't. I barely use Facebook. I don't use Instagram as much as I used to. I Snapchat more than anything, and that's just like to a select group of people. Like I don't do a lot of broad, yeah, broad social media stuff. Right, right. That is true. That is true. Yeah, the degree to which some people that age feel like they have to curate this perfect version of themselves just sounds exhausting to me. But this show encapsulates it in a way that's pretty entertaining and interesting, even though. I think the writers definitely don't understand not what they're always, talking no. about necessarily. Um, but they pull up a lot of the movie. The show pulls up a lot of the important, like big stuff from the movie, like um, the football player Ram, who was you know wearing the shirt or whatever. He's like bummed about something, and and Kurt goes, "Here, I got you a little cheer up kit," and it's the same exact prove their gay suicide kit, but it was a an actual gift from one football player to another of like candy and mineral water and a Joan Crawford postcard and stud puppy magazine. And then the other players like, Oh, that's my gay porn. And the other guys totally yeah, fine with it, which it's is nice cool. compared to what we just watched. Well, apparently I've version. seen a couple other than tr- some of the trailers that pop up. Um, it's Ram and Heather Duke end up actually dating in the movie. It was let's give Heather Chandler uh, something to make her throw up and punish her. And in the TV show, they're like, let's also right. take an incriminating photo of her and post it on social media to show that she's, like, actually not the PC social justice warrior that everyone thinks she is. So they put a, a like, Gestapo Stasi hat on her and take pictures of her while she's sleeping to make it look like she's taking a selfie. Um, and also have a pill to make her throw up in a bag of corn nuts. But she wakes up, and I w- I'm watching this trying to, like, I'm trying to piece together what I think is going to happen based on the movie. 
And so she looks dead and she's like, Oh, Veronica, you're so pathetic. And she looks dead mm-hmm. into the camera and says, essentially it was, I was, she said, whatever she said, I don't remember off the top of my head. I was like, Oh, she just gave a video suicide note to these idiots. Oh, wow. That's interesting that you immediately went there as I thought that was clever, but she basically trashes Heather for like, or sorry, Heather trashes Veronica for being like, you have no place in life. You feel adrift, blah, 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 blah. She really cuts her down in a way that is accurate. Yeah. And true but the, she like life. looks dead into the camera and is like, my life is meaningless because I am nothing. And then it's like, give me a break, Veronica. And I was like, oh, no, they just have a video suicide note. Oh, no, everything's different. She doesn't have to forge signatures. Oh, no. Oh, no. So this is going to make less sense to the people listening because they're going to hear this first. But one of the big problems I had with the movie Heathers, and you'll hear me talk about on Monday, is in the tone of it. And I feel like this show is a lot more of the absurdist tone that I would want from this type of comedy where after she's dead and they look at the video and he's like, look, we'll edit it into a suicide video. Veronica is like, trim. you got to take like... (laughs) 12 frames off the end trim two sec- 10 seconds no one's gonna, gonna watch it, it. like mwah, that's a perfect and they, joke they post it with a, a sad face emoji pill emoji and something else and when they get to school the next day it's writ- they've written out on the like marquee in front of the school the words sad face yes. emoji pill emoji and then something whatever the third thing was and i was like that's so yes. brilliantly stupid and then later the principal says that as if it's like a profound thing to say as your last words. He's like, sad face emoji, pill emoji, or not the principal, whoever it is talking. Like, that to me is much more of the tone I would want from a movie it, like this. Or from and a then show they have the, their version of the teacher scene, which is even better than the movie because the principal is hung up on the fact that Heather Chandler was a heavy girl. And he's like, wait, the heavy girl was the popular one? And they're all like, yeah, the term is body positive. And there's this whole discussion yeah, of like what really... kids can can be popular now. They're like the gays and the blacks are out. So it's or the and so like these kids are on the way in and it's a whole big movement. It's it's the perfect like tone for me of like, oh, it's this like the banality of discussing this when there's more pressing matters at hand. The principal is also played by Kurt Fuller, our old friend, uh, who's a great character actor, and this is like a it perfect is. role for him, I feel uh, like. Heather Duke again gets the best morning outfit out of anybody. It's like full-on Jackie O. But I think the billing is that Heather Heather M- McNamara is a black lesbian. Heather Duke is a gender queer, uh, queer person, gay person. And then Heather Chandler is a heavy girl, who I think is bisexual. Um, yes. So it's like the queer kids are running the school, which is cool. Um, and then one of my favorite insults in this show, one of the girls was like, she thought I was a, she said, Heather Chandler never liked me. She thought I was a total multicam. And I was like, that's the, I was like, that is an insult that Trip and I yeah. would use on someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Such a multicam. Um, and I, there's the, the Betty character that Veronica used to be friends with stands up and gives the eulogy, which I was like, wasn't expecting that to happen, but it, it starts this like ripple effect where she becomes this like head bitch in charge of the school. And I was like, Oh, this is a new direction the show is taking. And and that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and we see Heather McNamara or Heather Duke on the TV talking to a reporter and on the news, it'll say like, so-and-so local business owner or like so-and-so, you know, conductor of Philharmonic. It says Heather McNamara, friend of popular dead girl. 
<laughs> yeah, I was I like, that oh, entirely. that's perfect. And the real kicker, I guess we should say spoiler alert to the top of this. For me, I was going in being like, oh, it's a fun reboot. I don't, there's not, it's not a lot to, you can't really reinvent the wheel. Like the story's pretty simple. And the sh- episode ends with Heather yeah. Chandler's parents coming home. They see her, they saw her suicide note. They came home from vacation. They saw her dead on the carpet. And then she wakes up. I was expecting the twist to be, oh, this clearly isn't a suicide. Like they left something behind or some sort of thing that's going to make this like a different turn. But the fact that she wakes up at the end and is alive and one knows that these two people tried to orchestrate her death and two, that they faked the suicide video is unbelievably interesting as far as pilots go. Like I, and then she hats off to them. Oh, I'm not going to watch any more of this show, but like that would make me watch more of the show if I were so like, I that is a it going to hook me. people. Good job, you killed. She goes twenty seven like, million likes. Off. Yeah, well, I guess I have to stay dead. And I was like, wait a minute, like this. What is going to happen with this show? I'm so intrigued now. All caps. Yeah, yeah it's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah, what, my notes were all, the last notes were all caps. I like this twist, and I'm here for this. People really like the Waco show that oh. the Paramount Network did, so I'm curious to see about mm-hmm. the the Colton Waco. I haven't watched it personally, but people talk about it in really high regard. So I'm curious to see if this is like part of like a big one-two punch for the the network that they. I'm sure know, that's take what they're trying to do. De- you really hit the nail on the head. I didn't realize it, but it, this is very much Riverdale Glee if it were on like FX. Yeah. Also. In the version of the pilot that is put online that we watched, they are swearing up and down. Like, all the words. The F word. Like, everything. Well, Paramount Network might be like an FX thing. Well, I just... I didn't know you could do that. AMC gave Breaking Bad one use of the word fuck per season. They were like, you can have one. That's what you get. They say it like ten times in this pilot. They play even, songs with the F word like in process. them. It's really That's weird. desensitized I am, I guess. Well, no, it's not. It's not like it bothered me, but no, I was not, like, I thought yeah, this was only, bothered like, sense, this used like, to be the Spike Network. It's like yeah. a regular cable channel. It, like, it's like like when you're watching it, like we watch it, it sort of seems like HBO or on 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 the internet or whatever. So it was very strange to be watching like a because they keep the other thing that's kind of cute is they keep calling somebody basic cable mm-hmm. this and basic, basic cable, cable that bitch. in the pilot, and it's like obviously the show is on basic cable, so there's kind of a cute thing there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a it's a. It's if you like Heather's, you will really love this pilot. And it's not like having just watched Heather's and then watched this back to back. It's a pretty good version of the Rebootatron, where they you know spend a lot of time reminding you that you're watching Heather's. It's like you know references old stuff, but it's it's done in a way that fits with the vibe of the like absurdistness of mm-hmm. the Heather's universe, I guess. Like the fact that the whole clean, which is like a pivotal part in the in the movie with. Like and we'll, you'll hear us talk about that on Monday is like a huge oversized bottle that gets knocked over in this is like yeah. really kind of cute to me. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun nods. The things that they did, it wasn't a lot of direct rehashing. It was like, oh, here's the thing you'll remember. Not in the exact way though, which I appreciate more. Exactly. Yeah, and that's I mean that's all the re- like we've complained about that with Star Wars and with all sorts of stuff that is like there's too much wink wink, but in a movie like Heather's that has this element of absurdity when the show 
does all the wink wink things as like really absurd stuff it doesn't feel as obnoxious to me for whatever reason yeah it's not like you're taking like a time out to hang out with some obscure star wars character like oh my god it's the guy pig nose from the from the cantina scene like oh my god it's like like yeah it doesn't feel that way so i guess i guess it sounds like you're gonna be watching i definitely am i i it's funny because i if you talked to me a year ago and you were like you're gonna love the pilot i'd be like you're an idiot get out of my face (laughs) <laughs> yeah it does seem like it's in good hands i i am not going to watch it but that doesn't mean that it's bad if you like heathers you should watch this like if you have any affinity for the for the heathers verse i guess it's one movie it's weird to call it a verse but if there's you musical, like it there's other you would probably it's, it's enjoy a, this pilot call it a verse that's true that's true or if you really like riverdale we talked about that for like five minutes a couple episodes back if you're a real riverdale head this is it's probably in your wheelhouse in the riverdale wheelhouse yeah all right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the show. Don't forget to review the show on iTunes. If you uh, do that, we read them on the air. Uh, we will be back to our regularly scheduled episodes on Monday the 12th. That is our episode about the movie Heathers. But this was just a little quick uh, thing we recorded at the end of that episode, and we figured we'd throw it out early as a little treat for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to find us on Facebook, uh, Dissecting the 80s, or on Twitter, at Dissect the 80s. We would love to hear from you. Uh, reach out, send us a tweet, a Facebook post, email us at dissectingthe80s at gmail.com, whatever it is that uh, you prefer. I have been Trip Lano. I will always be Andrew Lano. Until March 12th. Don't you forget about me. Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow.